Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Dana Coverstone has had another awesome dream, and it's called Let Me Show You Something. And before I get into it, let me remind you, if you've not got any gold and silver, if you're thinking about getting it, then I would suggest you call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. The Christians, the Prophecy students, matter of fact, they follow Prophecy Club. They love Prophecy Club people because they know what's going on. They don't have to educate them when they call. Uh, So I suggest you call and say, you know, here's my situation. What do you think? All right, now. This is the overview of the things he's about to talk about. He's about to say that chemtrails are going to be spreading a new virus. Well, la-di-da, we're not surprised at all. Probably had something to do with the last one. Southern invasion, no mercy. The media is going to be a distraction, no surprise either. And then he might be talking about the internal revolution, that Dimitri Dudeman was told about. And then he said he saw churches on fire, specifically one church, and the whole point was to be praying. All right, here we go. April 17th to May 16th, he said, this dream occurred several times over the process of a month. So it's very detailed. The dream began with me sitting on top of a very tall tree, looking down on fog and mist covering Canada, America, and Mexico, but the fog was churning and staying in one place over the United States. It was moving specifically over both the northern and southern border. Now, what he's saying here is that there's trouble on both of our borders, the northern and southern border. The man, which he he said was Jesus, I believe it's an angel, the angel appeared to me and said, let me show you something. He grabbed my hand, he stepped out in the air, and we walked through the fog, and it tried to grab me with eerie arms, the fog talking about. The man led on until we reached the ground. Look up, he said. The fog was gone. I saw jets, not not like fighting jets, but like commercial jets is my guess. Flying jets in all directions, it seemed to be just about dusk, and the lights all over the country went out. I saw a fast-moving jets spraying something out of their exhaust. The jets, flying north and south in a crisscross pattern, blanketing the entire country. I saw people going to work and school. Then the scene changed. I was standing in Times Square. The jumbotron television screens were breaking news of a major national outbreak of a new virus. I cannot tell you how many people have already been prophesying that there's another virus coming that's going to make the last one look like a picnic. It was late summer, early fall, and it was infecting and killing people and reported as being twice as lethal as COVID. The WHO, or the World Health Organization, and by the way, we, I, I reported on them that they've come out with laws now that are capable of circumventing our Constitution. So the WHO, World Health Organization, was laying out guidelines that must be followed regardless of constitutions or national laws. Military tanks and hummers started patrolling as the announcements were being made. I said to him that jets appeared to be the source of the medical issue. The man nodded, then said, there's more to see. Now, hang on. We know we're coming to world government. We know that there's got to be some catastrophe 
that's going to cause the people to give up their national sovereignty and to become part of a world government. We also know that WHO, World Health Organization, has been working on this for a long time, circumventing carefully each nation's laws so that when the time comes, they can take over the nation and bring it into a world government through a virus through World Health Organization. So this is only confirmation. This is not really new. By the way, I want to say something else. I believe Dana Coverstone is hearing from God. And I think people that say, oh, well, he missed, don't understand how it works with God. They're wanting what Dana is told to be a prophecy. They're wanting Dana to tell them the future, what is going to happen. That's not what they are. They're not prophecies. They are warnings. Dana is a watchman, like you are, like I am a watchman. We are watchmen. In that, these are prayer topics. God is telling us this is coming our way unless it's coming our way, but but we can soften or we can delay it if we will pray. All of this and his whole point when he gets to the end is pray, pray, pray. Don't give up prayer. Prayer is very, very important. Let's go on. I'll back up a little bit. Military tanks and Hummers started patrolling as the announcements were being made. I said to him that jets appeared to be the source of the medical issue. The man nodded. There's more to see. We suddenly appeared on the southern border. I saw an enormous line of volcanoes springing up overnight. They stretched from the western point of California to Texas. They were very tall. The ground was shaking. The volcanoes erupted, magma and lava. The entire border shook. The ground below them was torn. All sorts of people dressed like normal immigrants began sprinting into the country as fast as they could run. They were taking an array of weapons out of their backpacks. So we've talked about this too. We've been thinking that these migrants were actually a pre-invasion, pre-positioning people to be part of an invasion force. In other words, it's not a mass migration from other countries into America. It is an invasion of our nation. And unfortunately, our government is on the side of seeing that our nation falls. The people on the American side were watching the eruptions and didn't notice the people coming towards them. Now, do you think that it's actually going to have a line of volcanoes stretching all across our border from California to Texas? I don't think so. I think what it's saying is there's, all, there's going to be all kinds of trouble all along our border. Matter of fact, I started to put another article in here where now it's 24 different states have offered help to Texas to secure their border. So we're seeing the prophecy says our northern and our southern border, but at least we're seeing that there's near a war at our southern border already. The people on the southern side excuse me, the people on the American side were watching the eruptions and didn't notice the people coming towards them. It's called cognitive dissonance. They can't bear to think that they're going to be any kind of trouble. So the best thing to do is to just turn the head. And so they won't listen. I don't have to tell you. They won't listen to you try to tell them. And so they're not going to listen until something really, really bad happens 
and they probably got to see blood. They probably got to see some people around them die to get them to shake up and to wake up. So God was about to send the shake up and wake up. So instead of realizing, instead of the media saying, hey, we've got an invasion down here, we've got a problem, people need to arm up or whatever they need to, to do, instead they say, oh, look at the nice volcano. So it's a distraction. They pointed at the sky and made all sorts of faces and noises like they were watching fireworks. The runners were working together in coordination, storming and shooting everything in the homes. They took nothing. In other words, they weren't coming in to kill, they were coming in to, to steal, they were coming in to kill and destroy. They took nothing but just killed all they found and spent it on to the next house. They were moving with skill and military precision. They were brutal, showing no mercy, killing all they found. Some carried the samurai swords and beheaded many along the way. Back at Times Square, the Jumbotron televisions were ignoring the southern invasion and discussing the spectacular eruptions on the southern border. People were not warned. They were not. They, they were coming out of their homes to watch. He encouraged everyone within 100 miles of the border to go outside, as you can see the spectacular show. I said to the man, that newsman is trying to get people outside so that they will be killed. The man nodded his head and said, there is more to see. Suddenly we were standing outside the Capitol in Washington. I heard someone yelling into a bullhorn to take back the country. There were demonic, now this may be the internal revolution. I, I don't know. There were demonic screams coming out of the humans. There was a fence surrounding the capitals. And suddenly, the military and police threw ropes to the top of the fences, pulling the fences down, allowing the exit of the people inside the Congress. Now, I emailed Dana back and I said, so were the military and the police pulling down the fences to allow the citizens in? Or were they pulling down the fences to allow the congressman out? And he said they were pulling down the fences to allow the congressman out. So, I'll read back. I'll back up and read. Police military threw ropes to the top of the fences, pulling the fences down to allow the exit. Just as suddenly the doors of the Capitol push open and congressmen and congresswomen and senators rushed the streets, stepping over the flattened fences. Using guns and clubs, they began attacking and beating all citizens they saw. They left a bloody trail and pursued people until the people dropped from exhaustion. The people beaten to death left lying in the streets. It was horrific. I said, why are elected officials beating their own citizens? He didn't move his head at all, just said, there's more to see. I was standing on the banks of the river early in the morning. There was fog and quiet. I could hear the frogs croaking, fish jumping. No noise at all. The man stood beside me quietly and pointed twice to his ear, then pointed across the river. In other words, he went like this. Okay, he pointed twice to his ear, as in, listen, didn't say anything. I walked to the edge and listened, but heard nothing. I strained and began to hear muffled cries. The fog lifted and I saw a little country church at the end of a long gravel road. The, ro the windows were open. 
and I could hear saints crying out. There was a wisp of fire on the top of the roof. Instantly, the man and I were at the church. The church was full of people crying out to God, repenting, calling out names of elected officials, praying that corruption would be exposed. They were praying in tongues, praying in English and in Spanish, and they were praying with passion. And it was refreshing. They were standing, they, there was a standing globe at the table near the pulpit, and people had laid their hands upon it, praying for the nations. I began to pray on the outside of the window, and the man standing beside me said, Go tell them. I am pleased with their passion, but they must not stop. I'll read that again. The man, meaning Jesus or the angel, said, Go tell them. I am pleased with their passion, but they must not stop. Must not stop praying. He said, Prayer is the most effective way to push back the darkness. That is both here now and that which is coming. He breathed toward me, and I felt the wind go through me. It was a hot breeze. It went past me like a rushing mighty wind and set the entire church on spiritual fire. I turned, but the man was gone, and I heard these words. I am with you, church. I am with you. Notice he said it twice. I am with you, and there is more to do. Now, why do you say, why didn't you say more to come? Well, there is more to come, but he said there's more to do. What he's really saying is that we need to be busy fighting this. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God and pulling down of strongholds. Our weapons are on our knees fasting and praying. So, let me point this out. This is the last thing he said. Prayer is the most effective way to push back the darkness. That is both here now and that which is coming. Prayer. So, I invite you to come and be a part of our Fast Track team. Fast Track fasts Tuesday midnight to 4 p.m. Now, you can still have coffee and juice and things like that. We just ask you not to eat solid food. And still take your meds. Don't hurt yourself, okay? That's Tuesday midnight to 4 p.m. And we pray for Prophecy Club. Why? Because Prophecy Club is one that's going to bring in the thousands upon thousands of souls and things like that. Then we also have Fast Gap. Same fast, midnight to 4 p.m., same thing. So you can do one fast. If you want to join both of them, you can do one fast and pray for two different things. Fast Gap, however, is praying for the nation. And we pray for things like that Scalar Wave will be shut down. We pray that these evil forces. I mean, it, it, it takes about eh, between one and two minutes to pray the prayer. Prayer is not long. And some people pray it several times a day. Some people pray it throughout the week as they're going. But if you want to be a part of the solution, you can do it by joining Fast Gap or Fast Track. And here's where you go. You can go to prophecyclub.com, slide to the bottom, and there's a place to sign up. Quit anytime you want to. Just click on subscribe. We never ask for donations. We never send product order offers. This is only for fasting and praying. Only for fasting and praying. Go to prophecyclub.com, slide to the bottom, and you can sign up and become a part of either the Fast Track, which is for Prophecy Club, or Fast Gap, which is Praying for America, 
or a lot of people just sign up for both of them. We'd love to have you on both of them, which is the same fast, but it's two different kinds of prayers. Now let's jump to a dream that Michael Blair had back in 2012. He said, I dreamt I was walking down the street, but to the left and to the right of me, everything was utterly destroyed. If not for the foundation sticking out of the earth, one would not have known that anything had once stood there. The entire street seemed to have been raised from trees to homes, fences, everything had been flattened and annihilated. The street curved to the left, and as I followed it turning the corner, I was surprised to see one house standing a couple of hundred yards ahead of me on the right. There was nothing special about the house, a single-story home with a porch and a porch swing and once painted white by what I could gather, but having now taken on a charred look. I quickened my pace as I approached the house. I heard what could only have been prayer coming from inside. This was no typical prayer. It was passionate and fervent. The only time I remember having heard such prayer like this is when we would have prayer nights in our home in Romania during the communist occupation. This was anything but a restrained prayer gathering, and the voices coming from inside the house were praising God and giving glory to Him. I stood just short of the front step and listened to the prayers coming from within the house until in my dream I woke up. As I woke up from my dream, within the dream, I, the man I have grown accustomed to seeing was standing at the foot of my mattress. Do you understand what you've just seen, he asked, with prelude. I believe I do, I answered somewhat confidently. The man gave me a look one might give to a slow-witted individual and said, perhaps in part, then reached out and touched my shoulder. Suddenly, I was back on the same street. And I realized this only because the house with the porch swing, now a pristine white, it was the only thing that was the same as in my previous dream. Because now there were trees and homes up and down the block. It looked and sounded like a typical neighborhood, but above the din of the chirping birds and the barking dogs, I could hear prayer coming from inside the home which the por- with the porch swing. It was the same kind of fervent, passionate prayer I'd heard on the previous occasion. I strained to hear what they were praying for, but I could only hear snippets from time to time. I was back in my bed with the man standing patiently by my mattress. Now you understand, he said. Tell them not to fear. Now listen carefully. Tell them not to fear, but to draw close to the Father in whom shelter from the storm and protection from destruction is. I then woke up disoriented, wondering for a while if this was yet another dream within a dream, realizing that it was not. I knelt beside my mattress and started to pray. Brothers and sisters, it is time for us all to get ourselves into prayer meetings. It's probably time for us to go and ring the doorbell and talk to our neighbors and see if we can get some kind of a prayer group a Bible study going in our own areas. Again, if you want to join Fast Track or Fast Gap and be a part of what we're doing, fasting and praying for Prophecy Club, fasting and praying for America and Fast Gap, go to prophecyclub.com, slide to the bottom, and you can sign up. You can unsubscribe anytime you want to. My promise is this. I never ask for donations, and I never 
Sand product offers. This is only for fasting and prayer. Let's talk about Joseph Kitchen. I actually cooked this loaf of bread you're seeing here. It takes me about 10 minutes to put the ingredients together, put it into a bread machine, push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, I get a loaf of bread out like that. Now, if you cut that loaf of bread that weighs about three pounds, the loaves you get in the store have most of the good stuff removed. The loaves you get in the store are about a pound. That's three pounds because it's got the good stuff still in it. Cut that into 14 slices, and if I eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'm satisfied. So on that basis, one loaf can sustain, and it says everything we want, can sustain a person, one person for a week. Based upon that, it'll get you excellent nutrition. It tastes good, long storage life, 10 minutes to combine the ingredients, 2 hours, 20 minutes to make it. Other wheat that you order arrives in paper bags, which means bugs, rice, humidity can get a hold of it and ruin it. But at Joseph Kitchen, they send it out in 100 mil thick buckets. Gives you long shelf life. It's stackable. This nitrogen infuses that hopefully gives it a lot much longer shelf life, kills bugs and things like that. Easily resealable. Keep in a climate-controlled area. And they have it in stock. This is a picture, an actual picture of part of the warehouse. Here's another picture of the, these. Actually, each one of those boxes holds 2,500 pounds of wheat. And I think they've got 54 of those boxes, a bunch of them. So Joseph's Kitchen can ship it to you right now. You go to most of these places, they say out of stock. So here's what you want to do. Everybody needs to get a machine package. These are the things that you need to grind the wheat berries. Put them into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with six other ingredients. Push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Then you have to decide how much food you want. You want food two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you want to make certain you have it when the electricity goes down, you can also get yourself a solar generator all at josephskitchen.com. Joseph's Kitchen. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online, CornerstoneAssetMetals.com or call them at 888-747-3309. 888-747-3309. I am having another level two. Level two School of the Watchman's Conference, and I'm calling this a teacher's course. It's going to be September 15 and 16. You can go to prophecyclub.com, and it'll tell you all of the details about it. And it gives you all of the requirements. I'll let you read that online. However, the big question is you're going to be saying, well, what's the difference between level one and level two? Well, lots. Level one was primarily reading through most of the book of Revelation and teaching it. That's not be level two. Yes, we will do some reading. But this one is designed to make you a teacher of Bible prophecy, which, by the way, our office wants to know 
if you went through level one, and if you have taught or have been invited to teach from the book of Revelation, and you went through level one, send me an email. I'd like to know that. I know there's been at least one. I think there's two, maybe more. Anyway, I'd like to know. So level two is to teach you to the point to where you can be qualified to actually teach the book of Revelation. Now I'm going to tell you right up front, we're going to have a level three, God willing. And in that one, I'm going to require people to memorize the book of Revelation to come to level three. And so there's going to be one year's difference between level two and level three. It took me a year to memorize it. So I figure it'll take you a year to memorize it. Some of you may even faster. So go to prophecyclub.com and it'll give you all the details, tells you all about some of the difficult questions and things like that we're going to cover in level two. Level two is going to get you real close to being a, a qualified teacher of Revelation. But by the time you get through level three, having memorized the book, pastor's going to listen to you. And that's where we're going with this. Also, I'd recommend you go, you know, go and get yourself a Berkey water filter. And yes, we do have Berkeys all in stock now. Uh, also, we have potassium iodate pills, which are what you take inside of once a radioactive unit has happened in your area. As far as uh, Berkey water filters, this is one thing you want to be sure to do is get some extra filters. This is the minimum most people get is this one right here. I get the Crown Berkey right here. This is the one I have, this one I use. And I have about eight extra filters with me too. Because if you're using clean water, they'll last a year or two. But if you're using rainwater or muddy water, then they clog up a whole lot faster. So you want to have some extra filters. Next is, I'll send you to empshield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car. Okay. And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel it off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear, nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY.